0: Hi everyone, I'm Maddie with Must Love Food and today we are going to be talking about fair food, fair judging, all about that fair because I don't know about you guys but we're kind of missing it that it's going to not happen this year with the current situation but don't be alarmed, we've got some good recipes for you if you haven't checked out the last issue. Um, we've got some recipes in there and we're going to chat about kind of how fair judging works as well because all three of us have done it. And John continues to do it, so I've got John and Robin here with me, and I say, let's get started talking about fair judging. How are you guys?
1: Great. Good. Oh. good? Um, I would say that I started uh, cuisine at two in two thousand three, and I think it was two thousand four that I participated in my first uh, cuisine at home, fresh corn contest. Um, <laughs> The editor, John Meyer, had decided that there was a big gaping hole in the fair food uh, agenda, and that was fresh corn in Iowa. So he um, got the purse together through uh, the company and we started doing the uh, uh, fresh corn. And I think we did that up to 2008.
0: It was a while because I know um, we've all kind of done it here and there. And I'm like, it might have even been past that. Yeah, it was. Yeah,
1: it may have been past that.
0: But either way, it was around for a long time. And I mean, it was so interesting to see what people came up with to put corn in. Like, I think there was appetizers, mains, desserts even. Oh, yeah. Remember the ice cream, the corn ice cream?
1: Oh, that- <laughs> the corn ice cream is direct from that, yeah.
0: No. It's so- winner. Exactly. And I remember, and then there was some whoopie pies. There was some um, appetizers. I mean, it was so crazy the things that they came up with. And I mean, at the end of it, I think all, all of us who have done it were kind of over corn.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, by the end of the day, 30 and uh, some odd entries. So that's a lot of food to taste 30 to 40. And we'd split the team up. We usually had four judges. So
2: that really helped. Right, so you didn't have to taste all of them, but uh, a select amount.
0: Yeah, yeah, and so behind the judging, I, if I remember correct, and John, you can always fill this in, um, we had these each recipe that you were tasting. So say Robin was doing desserts, I was doing appetizers, and John was doing main dishes. You had a little, wasn't it a little note card that we kind of wrote, like, good things, Yeah,
1: you have, where you, to improve? Uh, you had a writer that would write down your comments and scores we still do I mean they were doing it but um, that's the challenging part is to uh, make comments and it's very valuable to, to remember the old business school thing positive negative positive you know and so I always try to do that in my comments
0: totally and I mean a lot of times it was simply just use fresh herbs that I think a lot of people forget about yeah. That was a big thing that I, I found that would really make a
2: difference for people. Just put the dried herbs away. It was summertime and fresh corn. Just, you know, just amp it up with some fresh herbs would make such a difference.
0: Totally. And, John, I know you since then have continued to do some judging for all different events. What, uh, what have you been oh, up yeah. to lately? Well,
1: not this no, year. Nothing. <laughs> I just judge my own food and it's pretty horrible. So uh, <laughs> Never. Anyhow, uh, let's see. I, you know, I judged last year. You'd think I could remember any of it, but they're always interesting topics. A lot of times I get um, kids uh, foods to judge. I've, I've done that quite frequently. I've done. Uh, holy moly, whatever they consider some sort of light food. I, I think that's falling right. off as a category. There was a lot of uh, categories. One that stands out in particular was um, somebody uh, had brought up a, a lamb contest. It was the first year of the lamb contest, and they had one entry. One? And it was uh, one entry, and it had it was, um, I think it was lamb stroganoff or lamb curry. One of the two. Uh <laughs> doesn't matter it was there it was bad it wasn't good (laughs) oh and giving it one entry we couldn't possibly give it first place because it just wasn't first place worthy so with the one entry we gave them a second place
0: (laughs) well that's what you're curious is how does that work because i know we have like a first second third and is there honorable mention or was it just three places? that's an
1: optional one if there's, uh, if the scores are close together and frequently they are very close with together, uh, within three or four points of each other, which is amazing. But again, it's, uh, it's amazing in that things that I judge to be insufficient, other people will find more than enough, uh, you know, as far as seasonings and whatnot, it, it happens all the time that, uh, usually there's there's a a polar opposite to what I'm tasting (laughs) in a certain dish. Uh, So that's just how variable it can be. So it's a a little, it can be trying to have a consensus.
0: And it's kind of like in our own taste panel, like we all think, you know, one way or another, and you know, I think everyone knows my, I'm not much into the seafood or fish area. Or, you know, certain things, we all have our strong points in areas that we think are good and successful, but it's a good thing we bring it to the table because not everyone has the same opinions as us.
2: (laughs) And I always think it's too hot and other people will say it's not hot enough, I want more spicy levels. and I'll say no, too spicy now. (laughs) Exactly.
0: So it's, I always think of that, like state fair judging is just like our own taste panels. Cause it's like, what we think might be good, others might not or vice versa. Absolutely. It's crazy.
1: I, I've given a um, really high score, probably on a, 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 a gentleman, I've ran into him two years in a row and he's just really hot on the Peruvian cuisine and so all of his entries while they qualify are always really complex and while he might enjoy it it's just not um friendly for other people to try to do particularly <laughs> if it's going to have some odd foodstuffs in it but I, I always i i feel that i have to give him something a higher score just because of the effort he did to put this in so that much work
0: creativity you know, one of
1: these recipes that take three or four uh, recipes just to get the main recipe done. Yeah, That's, been rough.
2: That's a lot of work.
1: It can be, I yeah.
2: always wanted to judge the cinnamon roll contest. <sighs> yeah. See, um, I
0: would, but then afterwards, I'd have probably the biggest tummy ache, and I wouldn't want to eat any of my favorite fair foods. Well, there is that, I guess. Yeah. And I mean that's the whole reason to get into the judging because then you get a free fair entry and then you get another reason to go to the fair to enjoy all the fun stuff. That's true. That's true.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> fair food.
1: We used to get uh, a pass inside the gate, a parking pass for inside the gate. And that was really nice. Plus the free admission. Uh, and then even the uh, fair pass, parking pass, Went to one of the other parking lots and it was about a quarter mile walk then. And then finally, they've shunted us <laughs> to the farthest um, BFE lot that they can find <laughs> for our, <laughs> our fair parking. But um, that was a nice perk, but it's gone away now.
2: Totally. Yeah, you're probably better off taking the shuttle
0: bus.
1: <laughs> yeah. Actually. It dropped
0: right at the gate.
2: <laughs> When I
0: worked a at the 8th council, I had part. I am. I had parking like right on the fairgrounds, up like the top spot. Like you came in by the horse barns, mm-hmm. and then you park cattle, and then you got to park over kind of off the sky glide. So I just had to like walk nice. down the hill, but I mean I had to go there every day. So it was like I mean I was getting tired of the fair, but Shane sure was loving it because I was working and he got to just go enjoy all the food or see the different activities and. I'm like, I'm ready to go.
1: <laughs> that reminds me, I that's I want to say that's how I got involved um with the more freelance judging was actually through the egg council. Uh, I, totally. I judged, <laughs> again, I judge children's egg dishes. Oh at, yeah. Uh, the botanical center. And uh who was 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 it Arlette? I think it was Arlette was running it. And she said, "Well, you know, if you're not doing anything," I said, "Well, we have this contest; we've got to do it." And she said, "But you can judge above and beyond." It's like, "Oh, there you go." And I'm really proud to do it. I, I love to say that I judge state fair food. So, and it's—I think it's—I it was my understanding that um, state fair food in at the Minnesota State Fair, the contestants never meet with the judges, never even see the judges.
0: Really? So there,
1: yeah. And so this is a highly, highly personal kind of interaction that uh, takes place with the judging. It's a, it's a big deal. Right? And I know. There's, I think there's over 130 categories, if not more.
0: Totally. And I mean, we're sitting there right in front. You know, you have your little audience and they have it all sectioned off. Like here's one judging going in one area and then like a couple feet away. Here's another. I mean, they have so many events going on all the time that. You really got to watch your face expressions and you can't <laughs> quite say like, yeah, oh, that's yeah, that's right. good. <laughs> <Or> not. <laughs> Always have a smile on your face because they're all right. watching. <laughs> yes. So it's hard to
1: smile and say something negative.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I can't believe I had to eat that. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> how can I get this out of my mouth faster?
0: <laughs> yeah, Swallow it and drink a lot of water. <laughs>
1: I will say that the best uh, pie crust I've ever had in my life was there, uh, and I, to this day, I, I still remember it because I'm a crust guy when it comes to pies. So, and uh, I don't even know if it uh, placed as an entry. I know I never saw the recipe because it was for something else altogether.
0: So it wasn't just pie crust judging. It was like a pie. No, no,
1: it was it was related to probably some sort of custard. I don't know. Mm. Or quiche whatever it was fantastic I've never had one so flaky so flavorful again and not to denigrate anything that you've done y'all <laughs> <right now. There laughs> that's that's it's an cute. eye-opener when you get something you know that's actually had to sit around for half a day maybe before you even get to it, it might have been oh, made yeah. the day before
2: and it's perfectly done oh yeah it's there's really- a
0: that there is an art to pie crust and you
2: get somebody that can do that it is
0: fabulous well and i don't know if everyone knows that technically we are not allowed to enter recipes because we're a professional so the state they're judging it is what we can do but all the people who are entering they're not professionals but some of those works are amazing
2: They 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 are definitely more
1: than a few that are professional contest enters there they cross the board with several different recipes in several different categories. They wedge one thing in. <laughs> oh, it has corn. Okay, we'll put it in the corn contest. Oh, it has it's a pie. We'll put it in the pie contest then. So. Totally. You might run into the same food twice.
0: I mean, and there's even like cake decorating. I mean it's a am- like the cases you see in that building are just amazing.
1: Those are, that's something I've never been invited. Like the cake decorating stuff happens before the fair opens usually. And the cinnamon roll contest got so big that they (laughs) had to start doing that before the fair entered. Uh, That had a, was it, Tones had a $3,000 grand prize on it or something like that. So that got a lot of competition. But Tones has changed hands so many times that they they fell off the competition. It was too much for them to maintain, I think, yeah. But those are excellent. I mean,
0: okay. What are your two favorite must have fair foods when you go? Oh, a corn dog. Corn dog? Yeah.
1: For me, it's number one is uh, the Bowder's Ice Cream Bar. And what then it's a toss up between cheese curds or mini donuts. Ooh. But it's you can only thing. have the mini donuts first thing in the morning. That's the deal. It's no good if you're having
2: mini donuts at 4.30 in the afternoon. It's just too lax. It's just too hot. Then you got to
0: have them in the morning and they smell good.
2: Yeah, exactly. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> like I said, when I was there every day and you smelled that, it was hard to pass it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my must have, which I'm sure everyone knows, is the pickle dog. Oh of my gosh, yeah. That is delicious. Oh, so good. <laughs> it is a pickle that is wrapped in, or it has like, you can pick from, well, if you guys have the issue, you'll know the recipe because I kind of tried to recreate it, but you know, nothing beats the good old fair one, but it was close. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that involved a pickle, of course. And then you can either pick from hot or regular cream cheese. And I like my hot, so I did the spicy. And then you could also pick ham or pastrami, and I did pastrami, and then they fry it, and it is so good. Yes.
2: Mm. Yeah, that was good It's tasty business.
0: And then the cheese curds are right there, so you have to get those, too. Oh, (laughs) of course.
2: It is, though, I have to
1: say, after a full day of judging, which even if you take little bites – you get out of there and you're just going, I really need to get my fair food in, but I really don't have the yes. capacity to do it.
0: I <laughs> know what
1: The palate fatigue and all, it just gets really hard after a
0: while. You so know that's why, I, why I like to get there
1: early and have my food. And that way I can just be too stuffed to jump when I get there.
0: There you go. Or... Yeah. Drink a beer, you know. Give your stomach some time to just relax. <laughs> yeah,
1: I usually take a hike up to the top of the hill where the wineries are. So,
0: I know. I mean, it's amazing. They even have like a margarita stand. They've got lemonade. I mean, they have everything. Yes, mm-hmm. they do.
2: And it's a it's a great place just to sit and um and just watch the people go by.
1: <laughs> oh yeah,
0: I know. Absolutely. I'm. No matter what, I feel like the Iowa State Fair is always on the news, and it's, you know, it's it's Iowa. <laughs> I don't you know what we're to say. I, I
1: just remembered this would be an election year. They would have people, they would have had people floating uh, through big big names. Snow fox. Yeah. yeah, I forgot about that. The Register. Oh, oh yeah,
0: and then it's like, what? Where could you get a politician to be at? At what stand are they going to? Are they going to eat the corn dog? Are they going <laughs> to eat the egg on the stick? You know what was it? Yeah. yeah pork chop. What
1: what were the other uh, items in the article though? You had the pickle dog. Yep. So Did we do funnel cakes?
0: We did funnel cakes. So it was pickle dog, funnel cakes, and grinder, which I had never personally had. And I think, John, did you and Chris say you've had them?
1: Yeah, I've had them. uh, And actually it was funny. My niece's husband, uh, they're from England and they'd come to visit and we took them to the fair. And he was the one uh, who ordered the grinder as he has an Italian heritage and he loved it. And he gave me a bite of it and it was, I was sold. So the next year after that, I started ordering them or trying to get them. If nothing else, I bring them home.
0: There you go. A <laughs> plan. Yeah. Yeah. Just- and I mean, this, this whole article was going on during, I think, our first time staying at home. So I was like, oh, great. I've never had this grinder. I'm giving it a shot. I'm reading all these different reviews on why people like them. And um, on shoot day, I was finally, like, shooting it. And Teresa, our go-to Italian, was like, oh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's good. That's it. I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> I mean, I could vouch for the pickle dog, but the grinder. <laughs> <Right>.
2: <laughs> but you nailed the, the,
0: the funnel cake was fun kind of at first, I think Robin, were you in there with me? And like, we tried so many different funnels or I even you tried to start on that grease separator. That did not work. Oh. people. So yeah. don't do that.
1: <laughs> yeah. The one with the bottom drops
0: out. Yep. That was yeah. not helpful. Boy, I
1: would have thought that worked like great.
0: No. Oh yeah. Nope. <laughs> and then I tried like a different size, a small funnel and that was just like little strings. <laughs> <laughs> so finally, I figured out a measuring cup works great. Or um, I think it was about a half inch or three quarter inch opening of a funnel worked as well. Just putting your finger on the bottom and drizzling a it. Genuine in. funnel. Yes. Then, of course, fry that baby up and coat it in some, well, at the fair, they typically do powdered sugar, but Haley mentioned at her, one of, I think it was her mom's, one of her gatherings, like for work, they always had kind of a funnel cake stand at, I don't know if it was like the summer or some kind of event, but they did a powdered sugar glaze over it. And so that intrigued wow. me and that was way better than just powdered sugar, I felt. So I was happy with that.
2: Mm-hmm. They were delicious, so definitely I, I hope people give those a try too because they are yummy.
0: And I know in the past we've done some other recipes if people are wanting to recreate a steak fair at home. Like I think we've done corn yeah. dog. Yeah, I think so.
1: And,
2: and
1: uh, Kim had done uh, the uh, what is it, <laughs> the meat Sunday, the beef council's. Uh, oh. Looks like a. It looks like a. It looks like a uh, it looks ice like cream. A- Sunday, but it's mashed potatoes and a cherry tomato and gravy and all that good stuff. Yeah, Kim recreated that one. That was still really good again.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, that sounds delightful. So lots of good
2: treats associated with the fair. And even if you can't go to the fair, you can make them at
0: home. And we
2: want to help you with that. So Totally. And I
0: don't know—is it just Iowa doing this? I haven't heard of any other states, but we just had—they opened up the fairgrounds just on the weekend to kind of—you can get your little fix of the fair food. Come in and you know, pick. I don't know—is it a limited of stands? I think, but not. I'm,
1: yes, limited. I, I would imagine. You know, some people—that's the only income they have all year. They can make a
0: totally. They
1: can make their, income and if they don't have a fair they have no
2: income so
1: i can imagine some people were desperate to open no matter what
2: i think minnesota is doing it also i think i had heard that on the news but um i was talking to my daughter and she had their neighbors went um this weekend to the fair stand and so she said her neighbor said do you want me to bring you something back and of course my daughter Jackie said oh yeah the the chocolate chip cookies so they had <laughs> yeah, yeah. many chocolate chip cookies and All right. yeah so that was a, a treat for them so she said yeah so we let the kids have some before they went to bed and then after they went to the bed of course we had to have some more
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: did they say there was a lot of stands open or was it like a line of them
2: um, yeah, there were quite a few there, and there were quite a few people. Um, cool. Yeah. Oh, wow. And so it was, they thought it was pretty good and had some of their favorites. Of course, you know, it wasn't all of the, the the vendors like there are at the fair, but there were
0: quite a few. Yeah, I can imagine. If the cheese curds are there, I think I will have to go. It <laughs> might or off, think pickle But I'm not sure if it's going to be there.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: there's something about those cheese curds. I remember um, we went on vacation to Florida right after I graduated college with um, Shane's family and aunt and uncle. And um, after a fun filled day, all I wanted was cheese curds. And uh, Mary kept thinking, I said, cheeseburger. And I'm like, no, (laughs) I want cheese curds, like fried cheese curds. And she Mm -hmm. had never had them. And then the next year came to the state fair because they're they're in Florida. Oh. And they and so they came and they used to live in Iowa, so they've been to the fair all the time. But they had never had the cheese curds. And then Mary's like, "Okay, now I know why you were craving cheese curds because these are so amazing." Oh, oh. we are making my mouth water because all sounds so
2: delicious.
1: Was it? I think it was two thousand three or two thousand four. Was it that uh, USA Today? called it one of the number one attractions must do during the summer is go to the iowa state fair
0: i think so yeah. it's one place to be
1: mm-hmm.
0: exactly there's different activities there's food there's the crafts i mean there's photography i mean they have such a wide variety of stuff it is you could spend two weeks there <laughs> and lots of entertainment and lots of free oh, entertainment.
1: massive yeah yeah absolutely Um, In contrast, I went to the Alabama State Fair uh, a long time ago now, pre-2003 at some point, and they had a big midway, which mostly draws people in, but their agricultural thing was sort of done in a church basement. (laughs) There just really wasn't a lot of entries. There wasn't a lot of FAA uh, cattle to look at or anything like that, if at all. It was kind of... Funny and pathetic. After being to the Minnesota or Iowa state fairs, you have these huge hippodromes and huge stables and hundreds totally. and hundreds of chickens and those giant hogs. And yeah, just, the
0: largest, the largest mm-hmm. of all the categories.
1: <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> you got to go see the bull. You've got to go see the pig.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. You got
1: to. You got to have some little kid that drops a spider on your head. Oh, God. Oh, yes. A little plastic spider from the rafters. <laughs> that's
2: right.
0: Always. Yeah. I so mean, I'll... that's the fun part is like even just walking around the Midway or the different areas, all of a sudden you see just a horse walking through or a cow being shown. I mean, it's just a typical Iowa fair. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. It's important you watch your step.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know if they're out there cleaning as often. They're, you mm-hmm. know, they're pretty fresh at times, but they are keeping up on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. I think my girls always are like, can we pet the horses? And like they're like, some of them would let you and some would be like, no, we gotta go. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You always but, have to
2: because you just they're you don't mess with somebody's
0: livestock. <laughs> yeah. And don't be behind them without them knowing. <laughs> no. I want to get a good swift kick. <laughs>
2: no, you do not.
0: <laughs> well, I'm sure we could probably sit here and talk forever because fair food is amazing in my eyes. And I know not for everyone, but what do you guys think? I love fair food.
2: Not something you eat every day, but what a treat when you do.
1: Yeah, it's just the whole thing. It's the whole, it's the whole potato or whatever. It's just. It's the food. It's the people. It's the activities that you sort of have to do annually, despite yourself. You know, you don't want to climb that hill, but that's where the milk is. You know.
0: (laughs) No, it's, you know, and it's just fun. And I never was a big fair goer until I met Shane and his family would go every year. And my mom was like, I never would do the fairs. So it was, you know, it was something that we picked up later on. And being in the Des Moines area, it's hard not to go.
1: Yeah, yeah, it really
0: is. But if you guys are looking for more recipes, if, you know, I think we've got thousands on our website from, you know, corn dogs to cheese curds, or the last issue where we've about the pickle dog, the funnel cake, and what was that last one? The grinder, how could I forget? The grinder. So give them a shot, give them a try, and you know, take a picture and tag us in it on Facebook or Instagram. Let us know what you're cooking because we always love to see feedback, you know, good, bad, the ugly. We're here Great. for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, John and Robin for joining today and I sure had fun talking about it. It's making me want to eat all the fried things right now
1: there you
0: go thanks a lot maddie good to talk thank you so thank you all for listening and we hope that you would tune in next time and let us know what you think take care visit our site to learn about special offers new products and more for purchase we offer live cooking seminars from pasta making and cast iron cooking to pie baking and stir frying techniques Our special interest publications feature recipes centered around certain topics like feel-good food and slow cooker dinners. We also offer custom at-home branded kitchen tools such as aprons, cutting boards, and bench knives. Shop all of our offerings at CuisineAtHome.com.